this is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. Welcome back to the Paycheck to Daycheck Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about planning for a summer sourcing trip. If you listen to our podcast, you have noticed that I have been MIA. I have not been around probably the last two weeks. Sadly, our best man in our wedding, one of Casey's best friends, Robert, passed away on May 28th, and we had to pretty much drop everything and head back to Iowa to say goodbye. That was not an easy thing to do. It was very emotional. It was a hard trip. Um, Robert was an amazing friend, brother, and father to three beautiful girls. It was just so touching and amazing to see how many people came from all over the country. We weren't the ones that traveled the furthest to say goodbye, to talk about stories from his life, and then to celebrate the good person that he was. We will definitely miss him dearly. It was something life happens and we weren't going to miss a chance to head back to Iowa and say goodbye to him. So before I dive into the episode, huge, huge shout out to Ashley. When I told her we had to go back to Iowa right away, she said, I got this. She kept the podcast going. She was recording solo episodes, made sure our Facebook group and social media was being taken care of. And I'm so, so thankful for Ashley that I could take off these two weeks. I couldn't ask for a better co-host and now friend. So thank you so much, Ashley. It was just so refreshing that I could take these two weeks to be there for Casey and to really have a chance where I didn't have to think about anything. So that was an awesome thing that Ashley did. And I will forever be grateful for that opportunity. So when we found out that Robert has passed away, we kept looking at plane tickets and discovered that it was going to be over $1,000 for Casey and I to fly back to Iowa. Plus we would have to pay for a rental car. So we decided, you know what? What better way to get back to Iowa than a road trip? So we ended up driving from Apache Junction, which is east of Phoenix, all the way near Iowa City, Iowa. Let's say we went through and stopped in Liberal, Kansas, which by the way, is where Dorothy's Wizard of Oz house is. So random. We went to Kansas City, Missouri. And then where the funeral and everything was, was Ainsworth, Iowa. Very, very, very small town, which is kind of where Casey grew up. He grew up in Riverside, Iowa, home of the future birthplace of Captain James Kirk from Star Trek. Little fact about where Casey grew up. They had like this mini starship enterprise in Riverside and a museum for that. So of course I made Casey stop so I could get my photo op. Uh, We also went to Solon, Iowa to spend times with our friend, Jeremy and Bridget. Omaha, Nebraska to see my friend, Megan. North Platte, we stopped in. North Platte, Nebraska, Blackhawk, Colorado, and then Durango, Colorado was our last stop. So we drove a total of 3,118 miles. We spent around $400 in gas, which was way cheaper than if we would have flown back to Iowa. And we just really wanted to turn this into a fun trip. You know, of course, we celebrated our friend Robert's life, but we also figured why not source on the way home, see as many friends and family as we could, and really try to turn a really horrible 
time into a good time. That's where I got the idea for today's episode. I want to talk about kind of tips for planning for a summer sourcing road trip because there was a lot of things that we could have done better and differently, but then there was a lot of things that we learned along the way. Because it's been a while since we've RV'd and we would source when we were RVing, but we were going to be in towns for three weeks at a time. So we had enough time to go out and do sourcing. But sometimes when you're on a road trip, you're kind of on a time limit. We knew we had to get there for everything. And then on the way back, we could take our time. We weren't really rushed to get back to Arizona, but there's going to be times where you you have a road trip and you only have enough time to stop in a few cities. So the first thing we did when I found out we were going to be sourcing on this road trip, I made sure to bring a lot of reusable bags, a lot of those like Ikea bags, any you know, the Ross Marshalls reusable bags, those came in very handy because then that way we didn't have a bunch of bag, like plastic bags in our vehicle. I feel like it would have been way better if we would have had plastic bins to stack items in just to save space because it didn't take long that our trunk literally was filled to the top, but we couldn't open it because stuff was going to start falling out. So I feel like if we had the plastic bins, just like we would store inventory in, then that would be a lot easier and maximize the space in the trunk. Now we knew exactly where we were heading. We were going to Ainsworth, Iowa. And then on the way back, we wanted to hit Omaha to visit my friend Megan and then Denver, Colorado area to visit Casey's Uncle Todd. So therefore we knew kind of what route we were going to go. And I think that was the biggest plus was I was planning the daily routes ahead of time. So I would go to Google. I knew, you know, we were mainly taking I-80 all the way to Denver. And I was looking along the way to see, okay, well, we're going to be stopping near this city. Let's search for thrift stores. We were doing hardware stores as well, which that was a lot of fun. We were looking for discontinued items. And especially in these small like Midwestern towns where they don't get a lot of traffic and there's not a high volume of sales in these stores. So some of the items end up sitting on the shelves for a while. So those were kind of the mainly main places I was looking for. Now, there was two different ways you could do this. You could write them down. I had a piece of paper. I wrote down what town, the address, and what the store was. And then also you could use the notes on your phone to put it. But what helped was sometimes we were going through areas where we didn't have a lot of cell reception. By having the stores already written down and knowing where we were going, we didn't have to worry about that. We could just go into town and look for those particular stores. So really planning your route ahead of time is very helpful. When you're going on a sourcing road trip, you might not have a lot of time to spend in each store. When you go into a store, don't be afraid to leave and move on. And this did happen to us quite a lot. An example would be in Durango, Colorado. I was looking on Google for thrift stores and there was one where it it looked like it wasn't like a boutique. It looked like it actually had good thrifted items, had really good reviews. We walked in and I saw used Merrill boots for $64.99. A lot of the shirts were up to $14 to $17. It didn't take me long to realize I probably wasn't going to find anything there. So we ended up leaving. We went to Goodwill and then a Humane Society thrift store, which those ended up being a way better thrift store to go to. So don't be afraid to leave, move on. You want to make sure you're maximizing the time that you have. Now we had set towns where we were going to stay for the night. And when that happened, what I would do is I would join the local buy sell groups. 
And then this allowed us to kind of see if there was anything we could pick up locally or for garage sales. If you were going to be in a town and you wanted to go sourcing, garage sales are always great at summertime. People are starting to have garage sales. It's warmer out. So that was another thing that I ended up doing. And we were able to find a couple of places to stop at. Now, when you're on these sourcing road trips, one thing you're going to want to try to do is minimize your expenses. So one of the things you can do is bring a cooler, make sure that you have a lot of water, drinks available, bring some snacks so you're not having to stop. We also tried to reduce how much we were spending in gas because obviously we went over 3,000 miles. We knew we were going to pay a lot in gas. There's an app called Gas Buddy, and it was actually one that we used to use on the road when we were RVing. And it just kind of searches the area that you're in. You can default and put diesel or gas or whatever your vehicle takes. And then it will show you all the gas stations in the area. You can sort by the lowest price. And that really helped us save a lot of money because some of the small towns had really, really inexpensive gasoline. And then some of the bigger towns had more expensive. So it really helped us reduce what we were spending in gas, which I didn't think $400 was too bad. Definitely cheaper than a plane ticket if we would have flown back to Iowa. And when you're at some of the thrift stores or even garage sales or restaurants that you go to, talk to the locals. We were in a thrift store in North Platte, Nebraska, and we were talking about how we were on a road trip going from Iowa back to Arizona. And one of the locals was like, oh, you should try this thrift store because they're having a bag sale. So don't be afraid to talk to locals. It definitely will help you out. And they are always going to recommend other places that maybe you didn't know about. And not just for the locals for knowing which thrift stores or where to go, but also for like dining experiences. One of the things Casey and I like to do is support small businesses. And there's so many small towns with restaurants and stores where they could really use more business. So one of the places we found along the way, we were driving from North Platte, Nebraska, en route to Denver, and we were taking the 80, and then we got off on the 76 towards Denver, and Casey was looking for a place where we could stop and you know have a burger or something, and we found this place called Luna's Bar and Grill in Ovid, Colorado, and the owners there were Ed and Devin, and they had a smash burger, and if you're not familiar with that, it's one word. They smash it really, really thin, and it's so good, but we stopped there, and they had an amazing selection of burgers. And then we also tried their Nashville hot chicken sandwich and all the sauces they made, including the ranch. I'm a ranch person. Uh, they made everything from scratch. So that was just really neat. We got to meet the owners, made sure to give them a good Google review. But if you're ever on the 76 going in or out of Denver, stop in there. It is so good. The next thing you're going to want to do when you are outsourcing, especially in places where you don't know or new states, new cities, Always ask for discounts. Here in Arizona at our Goodwill, you can put in your email and they'll send you every single month a 20% off coupon. You have to spend $20 in order to get 20% off. We went to Goodwill in Missouri, Nebraska, Iowa, Colorado, and none of the stores had any discounts that we were aware of. So that was one thing that I was kind of surprised. But you never know if you go into maybe these small mom and pop stores, maybe they have an email newsletter where if you put in your email, you can get a percentage off. 
So always make sure you're asking about discounts. That way you can reduce the cost of goods. We took our Volkswagen Touareg. One of the reasons it gets really, really, really good gas mileage. That was the vehicle that we ended up taking. If you are going to take an RV or maybe like tow a trailer or something like that, there are places where you can stay for cheap or even free. When we were RVing, some of the Cracker Barrels, Walmarts, Bass Pro Shops, they actually allow overnight camping. So if you want to not have to pay for a hotel room, then you can always check these places out. There's different apps to be able to locate them. One of them that we used was RV Parky, and there's other ones out there as well. So you can always search for that. Uh, there's an, other things such as Harvest Host which was what we had a membership. And that is you pay a yearly membership. I think it might be up to $100 now. But if you get the membership, you get access to all of the places that are Harvest House. We actually stopped at a brewery called Pals in North Platte, Nebraska. And they were a Harvest Host. And what that meant was if you have the membership, you contact them and you schedule to stay overnight. A lot of these places are going to be wineries, breweries. It could be golf courses. They recommend that you go in and you buy something to support their business. So that's actually a really fun way to stay when you are road tripping. Also, there's a thing called Boondockers Welcome. We could sign up for that, and then you pay to stay on somebody's property. So there's a lot of options to help reduce the expenses, especially if you're traveling in an RV. Now, this is one thing we did not do, but when I was asking Casey for this episode, what's something that you feel like we probably could have done that we didn't do? And that was list on the road. So either bring a white sheet or a small photo box if you have it. You could list on the road, save it as draft. And then when you get back, you can make those listings go live. Another thing we did when we were RVing and staying in different places, we used our RV floor. <laughs> because it was really nice. You could do that in a hotel room. Maybe the hotel room has really nice tile or something. You could put the item there and just list and get ahead of the game for when you get back. Now, the next thing is try to source. And this could be hard for a lot of us because when you find a deal, you definitely want to buy it. But try to find items that don't take a lot of space. So I mentioned earlier that we were looking for hardware stores, discontinued items like that. Those were are pretty small. So they're not going to take up a lot of space. And a lot of those discontinued items, they have a higher profit. Another thing you could do to help save space is to roll your clothes. I know when I go on vacation in my suitcase, I'm always rolling the clothes because it seems to really help maximize my space. Those were 10 tips that I came up with for planning a successful summer road trip. If you're listening to us on YouTube, leave a comment down below. Let us know if you will be sourcing this summer. And if you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Another shout out to Ashley for being a rock star while I was away. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that daycheck.